0: Hello, friends. Today's Food for Thought is on spiritual progress. It's part two of six, based on my book, Nearer My God to Thee, Practical Ideas for Spiritual Progress. Each part explores one area of ideas to grow in your faith. This uh, episode is about knowing God, and these are ideas to help unlock Scripture to know who God truly is, that that one true God. St. Jerome famously said, Ignorance of Scripture is ignorance of Christ. If you want to know God, the best source is the Bible. There are other books written about God. Some of them are great, others not so much. But our best resource is always going to be the Bible because it's the Word of God. So with that as our starting point, I have seven ideas to share about how you can know God. Idea number one is to seek the one true God. There are a lot of false ideas about God in the world. These false images keep us from knowing who God is and how much he loves us, how much he cares for us, each one of us personally. Some of those false images are that Jesus was not God. He was just a good man. And if I believe that false image, I'm unlikely to believe in miracles like the resurrection. Paul wrote that if the resurrection is not true, then our faith is useless. So I need to believe in the resurrection, I need to believe in miracles, and I need to believe that Jesus was God. If you want arguments against this false belief that Jesus was just a good man, there are two great places to look. The first is C.S. Lewis's book, Mere Christianity. He writes that Jesus is either a liar, a lunatic, a legend, or Lord, and logic tells us that he is the Lord. Another argument for Jesus as God is the book and the movie The Case for Christ by Lee Strobel. It's the true story of a journalist who tried to prove the Bible was wrong. Spoiler alert, he failed and he became a great Christian apologist. Another false image is that we have to earn God's love. This leads to a works-based faith that requires God to let us into heaven if we've been good enough. And I put that in air quotes. That belief makes us slaves and not friends. It's true that we should do good works, Jesus made that clear, but it's our faith that leads us to do those good works. We may have a belief that God is a vending machine or a grandfather. I put in a prayer and Jesus fulfills my wish. Think of the Janis Joplin song, asking for the Lord to buy her a Mercedes Benz. When this is our God, we love the gift and not the giver. Or we might believe that God is waiting to punish us each time we fail. We live in fear of God instead of love and gratitude for him. We can't trust a God who's wanting us to mess up. There are many other false images of God, and each of them keeps us from growing fully in faith, hope, and love. We can't live in the freedom of God's grace. Scripture helps us to know who God truly is. it. it is something that we want to always be seeking a second idea for knowing god is to pray the word of god that's more than just reading it saint ignatius taught a way of praying scripture called lexio divina in english that means divine reading there are four steps or stages you first of all you choose a passage of scripture and then you follow these steps step one is lexio which means reading you read the passage trying to get a sense of its meaning. Then you read it again, listening for any words or phrases that strike you. For example, if we were to take Psalm 34, 1, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall be ever in my mouth. I can feel the, in my heart the joy of this verse, and the word praise hits me, and I want to praise God. Step two is meditatio, reflecting. Read the passage again, More slowly, pause on a word or phrase that strikes you and consider what it means in your life. As I consider the word praise in my life, I think about when I have praised the Lord and when I've not done that. Step three, oratio, which means responding. I read the passage again, slowly. I listen for God to speak to me and I respond back. He shows me many ways that he has blessed me. And I respond in praise and thanksgiving. Step four, contemplatio, which means remaining. I sit silently in the presence of God. I bask in his presence and I feel his loving gaze. Those are the four steps lexio, meditatio, oratio, contemplatio. This requires time, so plan for at least 30 minutes if you're just beginning. A third way to know the one true God is through Bible study. This means digging into the details of Scripture. Who wrote it? Who was the intended reader? When was it written and why? What was happening in history at that time? How did the people live? When we understand the details behind what was written, it's a lot easier to understand. Life 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 years ago is foreign to us. Bible study helps us better relate to the words that we're reading. Idea number four, make God's word personal. A couple at church has been married for over 50 years, and the husband always refers to his wife as his beloved. Do you know that you are beloved? The Bible is a love letter to you, so make it personal. When you read the word beloved, it's in John's letters, change that word to your name. When you read Paul's letters that refer to us or brothers and sisters, replace those words with your name. Idea five is to read spiritual books. The Bible is our first source, but spiritual books can be a great benefit as well. I love to read the mystics of the past, Augustine and Faustina and so many more. I also like current authors like Peter Kraft and Jacques Philippe. Some people love the poetry of John of the Cross. So as you're choosing spiritual books, find a form, a literary form that appeals to you and start reading. One suggestion with this type of reading is to take your time. The goal isn't to finish the book, but to let the book speak to you about God. Idea six, feed your mind. This refers to the more intellectual approach to God. Spiritual books are, Tend to touch the heart, but this suggestion is to help you expand your mind and use your intellect to understand God. Faith and reason are not contradictory; they go together. You don't need to turn off your brain to be a better Christian. Just the opposite. Did you know that some of the greatest minds in history were believers? Saint Thomas Aquinas, Louis Pasteur, Gregor Mendel, who's the father of genetics, Father George Lemaitre who's the father of the Big Bang Theory, the actual theory, not the TV show. Learning is great. It better prepares us to give a defense for the hope that was it, that is within us, as Peter says in his first letter. My experience from Feeding My Mind was a reassurance that my faith was real, that God was real, that God is real, and it excited me to learn about God. The last idea to share is to learn your faith. We all believe something about God. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. Do you know what you believe about God and his church? Is it a vague belief that God is real? Even the devil believes that. Dig into the teachings of the church you belong to. Question its teachings. Try to understand the reasons behind the dogma of the church. I'm a Catholic, but I was away from my faith for over 20 years. When I returned and began to take my faith seriously... I got a lot of pushback from people, a lot of criticism of the Catholic Church, both in practices, there were a lot of scandals, and there probably always will be, and in the beliefs of the Church. But as I studied the teachings, mostly so I could win an argument, I learned more. And it was so encouraging and so exciting. God used my pride and my stubbornness to grow my faith. So know what you believe in, why. You become a better witness in the world. Those are some ideas about how you can come to know the one true God. It's a never-ending process. St. Thomas Aquinas, who wrote some of the most brilliant work about God, at the end of his life he was given the gift of an experience of God. He was told, You have written well of me. Yet Aquinas' response was, I can do no more. Such secrets have been revealed to me that all I have written now seems to be as nothing. Read Aquinas and You're going to marvel at that statement. He knew more about God and wrote more about God than anybody in history. But he realized that although he knew so much, it was a drop in the bucket of the greatness of God. So never stop seeking the one true God. I've given you seven ideas to ponder about knowing God. Here are two questions to help you bring this into your spiritual life. Question number one, who is God to me? And how has he helped me know him? Maybe as you're pondering this, you'll come across some of those false images of God. And you can try and dig into why you have those false images and come to know and seek the one true God. Question number two, is there something God is calling me to do differently so I can continue to grow in knowledge of him? That's sort of an action item kind of pondering question. That's all our food for today. There's more information about each of these ideas in my book, Nearer My God to Thee, available on Amazon.com. Watch for part three of this series. It's on pursuing holiness. Thank you for listening. May God bless you in just the way you need today.